You're listening to Fan Holes, a podcast for Tauntauns and Twinks. <laughs> <laughs> Hey baby, what's going on? This is my microphone voice. <laughs> Where do you buy those at? I need one. But, but I was like, in my head, I'm like, I can totally Superboy Prime punch this so it makes sense, <laughs> you know? I have a headset, it looks way cool. You should all be jealous. I, uh, we are. I'm with Mike on that one. Grimlock, I told you to take care of things while I was gone. <laughs> we do a podcast? What the fuck? <laughs> Militarily speaking. It is only fair to say that the Fan Holes Podcast is a world-class bunch of buffoons. Oh, Baroness, Dr. Mindbender, brave Zemot and Tomax, surely you won't let Destro's treacherous assassination of the Fan Holes Podcast go unchallenged, will you? Certainly not. You forgot to mention the fan hole's frequent displays of cowardice. Oh. Yo, holes! Oh, that sounds horrible. I shouldn't use that ever again. Hey, folks, this is... Tony Chainclaw and the fan holes are a secret American government situation task force sent out to make fun of things that are kind of geeky or praise things that deserve merit. That's right. We're going to be talking about G.I. Joe this week. Um, G.I. Joe is pretty much American staple. It's been around for a really long time. Uh, even some of the sublines have been around for over 30 years. Some of the, the main line has been around for about 50, I would say. I'm not totally sure on that. The uh, old 12-inch action figures. Uh, they at least came out in the 60s, I believe. But yeah, we're going to be talking about G.I. Joe. We're going to talk about the comics a little bit, uh, some of the cartoons that have been on. Mainly, we're going to be talking about the action figures. We kind of <clears throat> want to give some action figure love to our uh, listeners this week, because we don't really do a lot of toy topics lately. But yeah, pretty much that's all we're going to get into. Uh, we're we're kind of dubbing this episode G.I. Joe Evolutions, how they've uh, evolved throughout the years. And we got a regular cast of fan holes this week. Uh, sadly, we do not have our good friend Justin Grimlock. He had some stuff to take care of this week. We hope he'll get back with us next week, and we'll miss you, buddy. In the meantime, who's all here? Hey, what's up? This is Derek, Derek WC, this I command. Hey, this is Brian Breakdown. And it's Mike, and I'm a computer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> They simply don't make terrorists like they used to. Um, I already went over a couple of things about G.I. Joe real quick. Also, like just to start us out, I wanna brush against like the twelve inch series just for a few seconds. I don't know about you guys. Did any of you guys have like the old, old school like G.I. Joe's? No, I think that was 
that was definitely before my time. I mean, even even when they finally like made some retroactive ones, which I thought kind of was cool, I don't think I ever even got those either. So I got yeah, I got like one of the I had the like uh, ski mask snake eyes from like the Deke era uh, okay. in the twelve inches, but yeah, that was like a retroactive one, pretty right. much. Yeah, I have a disdain for the twelve inch figures. Um, pretty thing, pretty much anything over like a six inch scale for toys. Seems to me like a doll or something, so I don't dig it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, don't, uh, you didn't. You didn't have your gem doll dancing with your ski mask snake eyes doll. No, me and me and my cousins. Like eventually, he got whittled down to nothing but like what you know. It, it, all his clothes were lost. All his weapons and his masks <laughs> were lost. So basically, it's like a naked snake. He, 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 we we <laughs> he whittled him down to just underwear and a mask over his his like flesh face. <laughs> So it's, it's party time, Snake Eyes. So me, me and my, me and my cousins used to play a game. No lie, that was called throw naked Snake Eyes down the stairs. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, now, I, now, now we know how his face was really disfigured. We got some mad bounces off that guy. <laughs> I really wish Hasbro was listening to this right now, so they can market naked throw naked Snake Eyes down the hall, down the stairs. I want to play that game now. God, that's awesome. Get your naked uh, snake eyes. Pull them <laughs> out on the stairs. They're like, it's like this is one of those like old game commercials or whatever. <laughs> Bounce them off a couple of stairs. Now you're the winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all these little kids cheering. <laughs> and then, of course, they make you know, a little bit uncomfortable at the end. I love you, naked snake eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Hasbro. <laughs> Oh, man, that's awesome. I, I definitely can't top that. Uh, all I can say is I didn't have any of the old guys either. I, I'm, I'm kind of like with Brian on that. Is It's not that they were bad figures or anything. Even like the retro ones like you guys are talking about, I, re- I really wasn't around for the old ones. But like they, they had like, you know, the real hair and they all had that kind of derfy look on their face. Like, you know, I'm handsome. You know? <laughs> and yeah, they just really kind of did nudge over into the it's a doll, you know, kind of category. So. Hey, but they, they had they had kung fu grip. True, true, true. Yeah, the, 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 I, the, that was actually something Hasbro contributed to uh, pop culture that has stayed with us. Like kung fu grip is like you know a very often used term in like you know comedy and stuff like that. You know when describing you know action figures and stuff. I've I've heard it on that '70s show, to Saturday Night Live, to all kinds of stuff. So thank you for that, Hasbro. <laughs> um. Yeah, but yeah, twelve inch. I don't really have a whole lot to add. Do you guys have anything else to add about twelve inch figures? I think I think my dad had some of them because, like, you know, when I used to get GI Joe toys, like at Christmas, he used to be like, "Why are they so small now?" I thought GI <laughs> Joes were like, you know, yeah, like big, like doll sized. And I was like, "No, maybe in the sixties, <laughs> Dad, but not anymore." It was like when I was a kid, our toys were tall, and you could put them in a cupboard, and they would come to life and talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> um, another uh, uh, toy line I'll glance over real quick because, again, I'm not very familiar with it. Is at a certain point there's actually political correctness before there's political correctness, and GI Joe turned into the action team, which they stopped fighting people and went on adventures and. 
I would have never collected this line because it, 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 I don't know. I've never, even when I was a kid, I was never fond of the whole, you know, play pattern of like, I'm fighting a crocodile or I'm skiing on the snowy banks of the Alps to save. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. It was one of those toy lines that I have very little knowledge of. I just know that that's what it transitioned to before, uh, what I'm sure most people remember, what I'm sure most of you guys remember, I remember as well, the 80s toy line, the Real American Hero series. Uh, G.I. Joe got shrunk. This was basically in pretty much direct competition with uh, Kenner's Star Wars line, which was offering smaller figures that were selling like hotcakes. So G.I. Joe was reborn in a smaller uh, size. Also, in the Real American Hero line, he stopped being like a 12-inch uh, doll with no personality. A lot of the 12-inch 60s guys I remember, especially when they were re-released, they just had names like Combat Medic and Field Officer or Soldier. <laughs> and it was like, like ooh, creativity. Yellow-bellied deserter. <laughs> <laughs> they had a wide range of characters. <laughs> Draft Dodger. Um... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the, the Real American Hero series. Uh... <laughs> I keep thinking instead of Cobra, it's just like the enemy. It's like dirty hippie. <laughs> Political activist. <laughs> Jeez. They're like, they're like Stinkor. They, they, they smell like mixed plastic. <laughs> <laughs> guess what peace man you pull their little yeah. string that's all they say oh, <laughs> they all come yeah. with a bag of oregano um <laughs> yeah. oh man. All, all the great toys that mike has come up with that has really needs to jump on <laughs> and derek too Jeez. um <laughs> uh just to go back to the <laughs> Oh, to go back to what I was uh, about to branch into. Uh, yeah, the main the main thrust of this toy line, though, was, again, they were smaller, but they also had, like, a lot of personality. There was characters. Um, I don't know how many of you uh, fans are big G.I. Joe comic fans. I know Mike has read some, but uh, any listeners, uh, Larry Hama, who was the guy who wrote the pretty much the bulk of the entire G.I. Joe universe in comics, was also directly responsible for a lot of the uh, file cards that were on the back of the action figure cards. So... There's a lot of uh, synergy, as much as I hate it. synergy, um, synergy between like the toys and the uh, comic. I don't know about the cartoon so much, but but yeah, it was probably one of the bigger toy lines of the '80s. Uh, yeah, I'll he, give a couple. He wrote, he wrote all the file cards. So yeah, he was actually in the military too, I believe, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he he had a working knowledge and stuff. Well, because he's he. I mean, I guess I don't I don't know like how accurate this is or whatever but i'm pretty sure the the tunnel rat character is kind of like a you know uh self-portrait in a way you know of of what uh, what Larry he did in the mil- military yeah yeah that's cool yeah i think i remember reading that like his likeness was that but i didn't know that was his job too cool um what any uh thoughts and reflections about that i know I, I don't know about you guys, but I had to have at least like a hundred of these little fuckers when I was a kid, just throwing them around and stuff. Yeah, I, I had tons of GI Joes. The 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 what I remember was I, I remember being in New York visiting family, and we I think 
I, I don't know if it was like a cousin's or a friend of a cousin's or something, but I remember specifically going into a New York apartment building and they had like a ping pong table that was kind of decked out like, you, you know how they used to have those, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know because I never really was into this myself, but you know how, you know, a lot of people have like tiny soldiers, you know, that they would paint or you know, model, you know, like, you know, basically like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, like how, you know, Miles O'Brien and, uh, and Bashir, you know, they play war or whatever with their, you know, their model kits or whatever. So it was kind of like this ping pong table that was kind of decked out like one of those, you know, basically, you know, like little war displays. Um, but instead of it being, you know, these tiny little, uh, you know, maybe, you know, metal, you know, tin soldiers or whatever, it was actually decked out with a bunch of GI Joes. And what I thought was kind of, I don't know what kind of like fascinated me. Like, I, I think I was probably only like seven or eight or however old I was, but I, that was the first time I was ever exposed to, I guess, troop building, even though I probably didn't know what it was called back then. Cause it was like, they just had tons and tons and tons of, you know, Cobra guys on one side of the ping pong table. And then they had like tons and tons and tons of like grunt soldiers on the other side of the table. Um, which I was kind of like, it kind of confused me. Cause I'm like, why would you buy the same toy over and over again? <laughs> like, I didn't really understand, like, especially cause there was, you know, at least in that line, even in the original line, yeah, some of the guys looked similar, but there was variety yeah. to them. You know, uh, I mean, as and far Grunt as Grunt was like Grunt, he was actually a character. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you could use him as a a standard, you know, troop building soldier or whatever, but he he was his own character with his own file card and name and identity and everything. For me, um, my my first GI Joe was not with the Kung Fu grip. Um, it was Short Fuse. He was the the guy who had the little, um, you know, cannon or whatever. And then, um, but he he didn't have the um, he didn't have the kung fu grip. The, the, it was the straight arm or whatever, you know, <laughs> that they had yeah. in the first series. And then um, I think I'm after just, that, it was just, like oh, just sorry. for a, a another a random moment of Tony having horrible grammar and spelling when he was a kid. For when I first saw that toy on the pegs, I thought his name was Short Fuzz. Okay, go ahead. That's <laughs> <laughs> like all their haircuts, right? Like, yeah. you know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I, I had that Short Fuse figure for, like, that was my first show, and I had it for a really long time. The thing that was funny about it was I probably was not, I must have not been happy with the fact that it couldn't Kung Fu grip because the left arm at some point, you know how, like, those early figures, it's like, I don't know, like, I always ended up breaking the thumbs off of the oh, yeah. early figures. So, they, they're, it's like, the snake eyes I had was probably thumbless, and short fuse ended up becoming thumbless. And I think that short fuse, he lost his left arm. I don't know exactly how it happened. I don't know if it was like me just going like, "Why don't you turn that way, fucker?" And then it just broke. Or, but I, I don't. I, I remember it getting like caught in like a screen door or something. So maybe that had something to do with it. But basically, like short fuse was like a permanently like wounded uh, GI Joe figure after that, where he was always like he was you know helping out, but he was always one arm short, I guess. While, while when I had him or whatever, and then uh, I think after that. Uh, I think the next couple figures that I have the most distinct memories about, because uh, I think after that I got Snow Job, and like I was, I don't know why I was like really fascinated with the snow sled, but I never ended up getting the snow sled because maybe because by that point it was maybe you know out of uh, 
you know, out of production, yeah. production or whatever. But I always remember doing like stupid stuff. Like I know sometimes Brian says, "Did you ever do this?" You know, with your toys or whatever. And I, I remember using like like movie um, movie theater uh, uh, soda, you know, cups as like snow jobs sled, you know, and I would cut out, <laughs> cut out like little holes or something. Like, I think, I think in my mind it was like the little glacier mobiles they had in, um, in the, uh, the thing with the weather dominator or whatever. So like, I, I was like, Oh yeah. And then I could like, you know, basically put little holes in the, the cup and then have two guys like on the sides or whatever, like hanging out with snow job or whatever, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, and then, I mean, after that, I guess, I, I think my first, quote-unquote, Cobra guy was Destro, so I've always liked him a lot, and so, you know, but, yeah, so that's, I mean, as far as the, the three and three force line, th- those are some of my earliest memories of, of that toy line, and I, I collected it for a pretty long time, probably up until, you know, somewhere around the, the Deke era, I guess, of cartoons or whatever, and then I guess, uh, you know... I think I probably, you know, not that I, you know, hated G.I. Joe or anything, but it was just something I probably lost track of for a while. I think I probably wasn't collecting the comics as much and, you know, the TV show probably wasn't on the air or, you know, whatever was going on at the time. And then I think there was kind of a resurgence maybe where I started like collecting, you know, as a, as an adult collector, a couple things here and there where I'd go back and get, you know, loose figures that were complete or, uh, for, you know, a lot of the figures that, that I never bothered to get cause I wasn't interested at the time, but, you know, I, I kind of went back and bought some of those Ninja Force figures that were involved in, uh, you know, a lot of the later GI Joe comics where it was like snake eyes and those other dudes, you know, <laughs> like in the comic line or whatever. Uh, yeah. but yeah, so that's, you know, that's pretty much my memories of it. I was kind of looking at like, cause I, I think for me, like as far as GI Joe goes, I probably stopped like buying GI Joe toys, like in the late nineties or whatever. So, you know, like I was just kind of looking over the last 10 years of stuff. Some of those, uh, like, I guess comic or cartoon accurate toys seem really cool to me. Like, I suppose if I was still into it, like those are some of the ones that I saw where I was like, wow, those are pretty cool. And then of course I was telling Mike, I kind of felt like data on, uh, on Star Trek The Next Generation, you know, when he's drinking, like, the prune juice, and he's like, oh, this is revolting, you know, more, please, because I'm, like, clicking on all these, like, little toy lines, and it's like, you know, I clicked on, like, Star Brigade, and I went, ooh, remember that, like, you know, and then I was like, you know, I was like, I clicked on, uh, uh, like, the Street Fighter line or whatever, where they had, like, the Street Fighter G.I. Joes. You know, you know, one of the most horrible ones was, it was called Mega Marines. And I don't know what the hell they were thinking, but you would get a G.I. Joe figure and he would come with this backpack kind of mold thing. And they came with Play-Doh and you put Play-Doh into the backpack thing. You close the mold and your Joes were now equipped with bio armor that looked like (laughs) Play-Doh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I was going to say about the thumb thing. That actually makes me laugh because I think those early toys were, you know, not intentionally scaring the crap out of kids about like their future teenage years because you know like oh you're gonna possibly find out the wonders of masturbation when you're like 13 but we're gonna break your thumbs and your crotches look how easy they break kids never touch them (laughs) 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 i guess i guess i never i never thought of it that way 
place. I just thought of it now because I'm an old evil man, but uh, <laughs> it's like those crotches broke a lot. <laughs> Uh, we we actually used to play that into our like you know it wasn't like anything dirty we used to play that into like our play though it's like you know somebody would like get their thumb blown off or someone would get shot in the dick and it's like oh my crotch is gone <laughs> shot in the dick <laughs> what was the explanation for when the rubber bands broke <laughs> it tested <laughs> Oh my god, your your black intestines are all over the floor. <laughs> I had I actually I actually did kind of get into the zombie thing a little bit with that because I had plenty I had like a legion of like just crawling torso troopers. Mm-hmm. Chuckles torso, go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was sort of a amateurish customizer, and it wasn't so much for GI Joe stuff, but I was always trying to make superhero figures that I didn't have because, you know, the superpowers line was long since discontinued and the Secret Wars line, the same thing. And it was before, you know, Toy Biz really existed and was making, you know, superhero toys again. So there was this kind of interluded period where there wasn't any real superhero toys except for those like bendable pieces of shit I never bought, um, like bendy figures or whatever. And like, I, I remember like swapping, you know, heads out and stuff. So I took like, like the Joe shockwave who was, I guess like supposed to be some, you know, drug enforcement GI Joe agent or whatever. And I like took out his head and I put in like lifelines head. And then I got like this backpack, like one of those motorized backpacks that had a, you know, it was kind of like a mountain climbing backpack. And I just decided, okay, that's blue beetle. Like, I, I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, he had a blue body. He kind of had a goofy, nerdy face with green goggles. And I was like, okay, that's Blue Beetle. You know, and, like, like different things like that where I would, like, swap things out. And I remember, you know, painting uh, General Hawk's face, like, white so he could be Captain Atom. And, like, you know, like, he had, like, Slaughter's body and... You know, different things like that where I, I kind of mixed and matched. And, you know, I ended up mess. I, I guess to, you know, collector, I ended up messing up a lot of G.I. Joes that way. But I guess when I when I became an adult collector, some of those characters I could either reassemble, you know, like obviously Blue Beetle did not destroy the lifeline or shockwave figure. It was just I kind of mixed and matched, you know, different body parts or whatever. Um, but uh, you know, some of the ones, like, like I said, with where I, you know, painted them or did different stuff like that, you know, some of those, I just ended up maybe, you know, purchasing again or, you know, using like paint thinner or whatever, you know, things, things like that. So, yeah. yeah, even once like toy biz came along, um, I did a lot of like role playing with Joe's as superheroes because, um, I remember, like, especially a lot of early Toy Biz figures didn't have a lot of, like, posability. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. you know, Joe was, like, king of posability. So I had the, like, really... I mean, he's all right, but he's, like, the suction cup Spider-Man. Right. But, but I don't think he could bend his arms at all. They just, like, moved at the shoulder. So I was yeah. like, oh, that's lame. <laughs> so I left him pretty much, like, stuck to my bedroom window, and um, Alley Viper was my Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I remember the the old um, Mattel Secret Wars toy. Like they they didn't really have articulation, but their legs and arms were malleable. So like you could always sort of position Spider Man in like a web swinging pose where you could kind of force his you know 
two arms to sort of hold a web line on top of his head and things like that. So I remember doing a lot like that with the, the Mattel stuff, but yeah, that, that section cup Spider-Man figure was pretty fucking worthless. Like I, I remember, <laughs> I remember like I was all into the, you know, cause that was kind of when like McFarlane was like King on Spider-Man. So I remember I, I would take like little white post-its and draw like bigger Spider-Man you know, eye holes and stuff like the McFarlane eyes, the big old bug eyes. And then I, I, I tape those onto the web <laughs> suction Spider-Man's face. Cause I'm like, yeah, now he's got bigger, you know, bigger eye sockets like he does in the, the comics or whatever. So nice. I didn't want to ask uh, Brian something. I know uh, we were talking about Joe's a week or two ago and uh, me, me and his, uh, I guess you say aesthetics are a little bit different. I, I, I kind of like a lot more of the, uh, random characters and whatnot but brian seems to really enjoy and in his own words bright neon ass uh characters Mm -hmm. and and i was wondering did that come from the 90s because i know in the late 90s a lot of the toys they did kind of go for that whole you know day glow color scheme kind of thing it's kind of more come about just being an adult collector like um i didn't get a whole lot of like either g2 toys or eco warrior toys when they're out but um as an adult collector, I really like them now for some reason. Um, and it is kind of weird because as far as, like, the um, vehicles and stuff, I prefer, like, super realistic vehicles as compared to, like, made-up ones. But, like, I have no trouble with, like, a Cobra Trooper wearing, like, neon green and orange and running around. So. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, a there, – we'll talk about the newer line later on, but there's a character that is coming out soon. Uh, he's a remake of Techno Viper. He looks all right and everything like that, but Brian was like – I will totally buy like 20 of those just so I can get the uh, neon green uh, traffic cone he comes with. <laughs> nice. Well, isn't, isn't that like the Cobra ranking like structure? The more outlandish your colors, the higher ranked you are? <laughs> it makes sense. I mean, if you're like badass enough to survive in normal camo, <laughs> you got to move up to something like, you know, a lot more dangerous. So you out there in like day glow neon stuff. I, I thought this was more like the Batman rationale that Cobra Commander just has all these like decoys like all around him. So they all get sniped instead of him. It's like, Ali Viper, go down that hall. Protect your leader. It's like 20 of them getting nailed because they have fucking orange and fucking and the, 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 the Alley Viper is like, but sir, I'm only rated for alleys, not hallways. <laughs> Where's the hall viper? Yeah, where's the freaking hall viper? <laughs> they had enough of those assholes. I remember because I was like, when I was collecting, I'm like, okay, laser viper and desert viper and you know, viper viper. I'm like, all right, guys, you know. Yeah, they get they did get really silly near the end. They had like zombie viper and uh, toxo viper and. Yeah, I don't know. It drinks heavily after. He well, there was up. like there was like a space one. It was like Astro Viper or whatever and stuff like that. <laughs> so there were there were all kinds of vipers. And then like like you were talking about the color coded guys. Like I remember like Ninja Force was pretty outlandish. Like that's something I guess it's interesting. Brian mentions he collected that when he was more of an adult collector because I never. You know, I, I kind of remember some of the Ninja Force characters from the G.I. Joe comics, but I always kind of looked at it going, well, if Andy Wildman wasn't drawing this and making it look cool, like, I would probably think these guys are ridiculous, you know? But then, like, I remember I ended up buying a bunch of those, like, later on, you know? And they're, they're I don't know, they're, they're kind of weird figures. Like, they weren't as poseable, some of them. Like, uh, it felt like, you know, Scarlet was, like... Know, <coughs> well, yeah, some know, of them have, like, like, kicking action and stuff. Yeah, because right? it's, like, it's like they were kind of, like, it was, like, 
it wasn't as cool as like a superpowers toy where it had action features, but it was more like that goofy ass toy biz Lex Luthor that punched himself in the fucking head. Like it was more like that. Where, you know, you press the button and then it's like Scarlet's leg was like kick, you know, and you're just kind of like, whoa, dude, like what's going on, Scarlet? You know, like just kind of like, hey, but um. <laughs> but I guess speaking of girls, like the the girl toys, I was just because I was looking at YoJo.com and, and I was trying to like you know put into perspective. Like I own the that Ninja Force Scarlet, and then I own like the original Scarlet with the Kung Fu swivel, you know, whatever grip, and that was about it. Um, and then I was kind of looking around, and like some of them, like I don't know what it is, but for me, I, I don't know what lines those are. So you guys will have to. Uh, uh, you know, edify me on them or whatever, but whatever lines ran from like 2002 to like 2004, man, those figures look fucking butt ugly to me. Like they've got like, it's like all the girls, like they either have like really tiny waists, but then they have like the arms of like fucking Popeye the sailor or some shit <laughs> with the ball joints. And like, they're just huge. And I'm just like, what the hell happened to these poor, you know, <laughs> even the dudes too. I'm like, what the hell happened to these poor people? It's like Rob Liefeld, juice got slipped into their fucking you know mickeys by cobra or whatever and then i was like those look kind of really awful but then there were some like cartoon accurate ones i guess or, or i guess either comic or cartoon like kind of like around 2008 and i was like looking at the the lady j one and i was like oh that looks sweet like the it's like she looks just like she did in the the cartoon you know like she had her hairstyle and the little you know um green shirt and the little staff that she used to have on the cartoon and everything. And I was like, Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Like some of those or like the thing with like Baroness, um, in the little diver suit and stuff like those were kind of neat. So anyway, yeah, like, like in the, in the middle of 2000 for like, for a long time, uh, Joe came back for a little bit. They had like a little off period where they're doing like 12 inch figures and stuff, <clears throat> but they, they kind of came back and they basically repainted a bunch of the old guys from like the eighties and stuff. And they were just kind of re-releasing them. And they apparently, proved to be pretty popular people were buying them so hasbro reimagined the line in the three and three-fourth inch scale and it was like first it was gi joe versus cobra then it was spy troops and i like, have is valor versus venom like part of that where yeah, they had like soft plastic and crap see because because yeah. all i remember is like i remember i kept following the cartoons so i remember all those cgi cartoons and when i was clicking on figures i went hey that kind of looks like the cobra commander from you know, that CGI cartoon I've seen or whatever, you know? And so I was trying to... Oh, start... are you talking about uh, Sigma 6? Well, like, there's that, and then also they, they had those CGI cartoons with <laughs> Cobra Commander as well, like the, oh, the whole, oh, the whole Valor yeah. versus Venom and, and that kind of stuff, the the Ninja, whatever it was called. Like, there were, there were, like, three or four CGI cartoons that had different versions of, like, Hawk or... I think they called him like Tomahawk or something because they couldn't use his real name or whatever, <laughs> things like that. Because um, you know, and yes, I was just yes, General Ball Peen Hammer. <laughs> but you know what? You know what it kind of reminds me of is you know how like the Power of the Force Star Wars line came out and it was like they they all looked kind of like the, the yeah they were all buff like they all kind of looked like the paintings of. Star Wars characters <laughs> instead of like the actual characters and then eventually they sort of made you know oh this actually looks like you know Mark Hamill's physique or Harrison Ford's physique or whatever like maybe you know you know three or four years down the road like that's kind of what it reminded me of it's like the around 2002 to 2004 some of the pictures I would look at I go 
my God, Flint, like, what did they do to your, you know, arms? <laughs> like, Dr. Frankenstein had his way with you. And then, like, you know, you'd get to, like, you know, 2009 or something and, and or, you know, whatever year it was, like, a little later, and you'd see some really cool figures like that. I thought that Lady J one was pretty sweet. And then there was, like, some, some kind, sometimes they had those comic packs where, I guess, I, I, I don't know if you'd call them garish colors but it was it seemed like they were more comic accurate colors like where like they had the the cobra trooper had the red mask sash or like you know i don't know duke seemed to have a brighter green pants you know yeah it was like the the, because back then like in the comics obviously i mean i'm sure older fan holes listeners know this they didn't have a lot of color options back then you know it wasn't like today where they do all the digital coloring stuff. Like they printed comics on Mando paper and a lot of the colors were usually really, really bright because usually in the backgrounds, I don't know if you noticed this with older comics, uh, especially like guys like you, Mike and Derek and Brian, I'll tell you actually, like they would usually just like paint the background, like one color, like there'd be like three or four guys in the background, but they'd just be orange. All <laughs> yeah, orange. Bl- block, <laughs> block coloring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, they make the uh, colors in the foreground, I guess you would say pop, by making their colors a little brighter than they would be on, like, the uh, toys back then. So, yeah, I know you're talking what, about Derek. What's-his-face? The guy who, like, colored most of the U.S. Marvel run, uh, uh, what's-his-name, um, Nell Yamtoff? He was, like, yeah. infamous for that. Like, <laughs> if you're in the foreground, you get colored. If not, you get one block <laughs> color. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys! <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. They, there was a weird period where, yeah, I, I know the lines you're talking about, Derek. And like, oh lord, I tell you this much: like the figures were kind of bad. I had one or two. There was one or two that were okay, but the fucking toys were horrible. If you guys want, real quick, go to yojo.com and look under like the vehicles and like I guess like 2004 or five, and look at the fucking his tank. It is a fucking abomination. I don't know who designed that thing, but they need to go to hell or something. What year? Like anywhere from like like 2004 to 2005, 2006, any of those years. It should be there. There was a hiss tank around then. Hmm. Okay. Here, I'll try to look it up too. Because actually, oh, here's, <clears throat> here's one for 2005. Oh yeah, that it does look pretty fucking atrocious. Here, I'll I'll send you guys the link. Under right. the... <laughs> yeah, I see it. Holy <laughs> fucking Christ. Throw that piece of crap away. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that makes my hiss too look awesome, doesn't it, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. See, but, yeah. that's an unrealistic vehicle, so I would not like that. And what's, what's Cyclops doing working for Cobra? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, the toys from those 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 days were horrible. They just, I don't know. Like, like the Valor versus Venom thing... I remember reading one of the backs because I like saw this toy and I was like, this looks horrible. What's the story with this? And apparently in the, the storyline, they were like, Cobra has found a way to infuse reptile DNA with their vehicles. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's fucking E-Man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's 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 the hiss. That's a horrible fucking hiss. And they, yeah, it is Cyclops. What the hell is he doing there? He said like, Cyclops, dude. but he, he doesn't look like Metalhead at all. <laughs> Metalhead or Metalhead? <laughs> um, yeah. Bang! Wow. <laughs> if you guys collect toys out there, listeners, I would totally skip like Valor versus Venom and all that. They're just 
Yeah, that, yeah, must, like that, that. must be the line because they they had all those weird arms and stuff where they have like Popeye arms or some shit. Yeah, their like hands go down to their knees. They're all like monkeys and shit. Like my arms are too long for my body. But yeah, but uh, but yeah, but as far as like yeah, the old toys like the uh, '80s line, I don't think there's really anything bad to say about it. I myself wasn't a fan of like the uh, the day glow colors and stuff. I think the the one that really got me here. Let me find them real quick. Even Brian may not be able to overcome this one because one of my favorite characters back in the day was zartan he had a weird ass voice and shit and he oh, was you just mean, cool. you mean you mean like the ninja zartan with the, yeah. the orange mohawk that's yeah awesome dude like <laughs> oh. okay. that's just me that though. that was something that was something i bought like later on in life where it was like I obviously didn't buy that when it came out, but like that was, I, I think I collected that entire Ninja Force line eventually, but I forget what year it came out in. Yeah, yeah. that that was like the that was like the peak of my GI Joe buying around that time. Like I had, I remember having a bunch of the Ninja Force guys, like uh, Nunchuck, the green guy. He was like my main yeah. guy. Yeah, that's I, funny. I, your your peak is like my uh, my retro collecting. <laughs> I, I just looked him up. Like that pink box he comes in, that would have sold me for sure. That guy was awesome. Yeah. I think I think Nunchuck had like bitch slap action or something. <laughs> like he had like, you know, you pull back his arm and it flipped forward or whatever. Get back in the kitchen, Scarlet, get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was one Night Force guy, Ninja. His name was like Ch Chabang or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> At least I know what a nunchuck is. They're like, I'm Tabang. Tabang. <laughs> like, he's brothers with Topanga from Boy Meets World. Um, but yeah, yeah, as far as the '80s line, it was it was it was pretty good stuff. I have nothing to hate on about it. I'm actually gonna talk about a line. I think Derek actually has probably more knowledge than I do on. Maybe I'm not sure. He's mentioned it a couple of times, but uh, after uh, GI Joe kind of died, there was a couple of 12-inch figures, which, yeah, like I said, they were, like, retro in some ways, and there's, like, some new figures from, like, the, you know, uh, Deke-era cartoon. But then they came out with Sergeant Savage and his yeah. eagles. Savage, if you can't handle these monkeys, you can't handle a real mission. Yeah. <laughs> this was funny. I, I don't, I never owned any of those toys, but my, a, a good buddy of mine uh, still kept up with the collecting. And so I was always kind of curious, like, Sergeant Savage is kind of like it's like Nick Fury merged with like Captain America or something. That's the best way I can describe it. Or or maybe like Sergeant Rock merged with Captain America or whatever. Yeah, he gets all frozen you know? or something. Yeah, he gets he gets frozen today and uh and he and he comes back <laughs> or whatever. And then they fight um uh, what what are those guys' names? General Blitz, I know. Yeah, so like like, and what's funny is there's the, the, he actually comes with like a, a VHS tape, one of the toys, and then there like there's a funny scene where basically like Hawk is you know showing um, Sergeant Savage around like you know modern day, but then like it's like Cobra Commander's on the view screen and trying to like you know terrorize you know GI Joe or whatever, and then I think like 
Commander, uh, what's his nuts, just like pushes him out of the way. I was like, screw you, Cobra Commander. I'm the new toy. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's like move over, asshole. I do, yeah. I do, I do vaguely remember that like tie-in VHS because my cousins had it and like we watched it one day and I remember it having decent animation. Yeah, like that, yeah. That... I mean, it was like I, I kind of have fond memories of the cartoon, like because uh, I remember going over to a friend's house and watching it with him because he owned that toy or whatever. The only thing I thought was weird about that line was it was kind of like it, it had that uh, street luge Batman syndrome or whatever, <laughs> where like every fucking character was Sergeant Savage. It was like yeah, Sergeant like Savage with with parachute, Sergeant Savage with with cu- camo desert outfit, you know, Sergeant Savage with freaking rainbow, you know, cape <laughs> or whatever. You know, it was like every everybody was like Sergeant Savage, I guess. You know, so. hey, I just done. looked you're up done. a comic from the Sergeant Savage line, and I think you guys are confused um, General Blitz with M. Bison. That's like exactly <laughs> what he looks like. <laughs> well, of course! But, but, think, but think about it, like, General Blitz has like a scar over his eye. He's just like fucking... Uh, um, what's his face? Wolfgang von Strucker, except for he doesn't have the monocle and the bald head. I mean, it's like they like. It seems like they picked, plucked from all these yeah. different comic. Um, I was I was starting to think like who did start? Who designed Sergeant Savage? Like I think like uh, some Kubert. of those, huh? Joe Kubert. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like he looks like he was designed by Joe Kubert, so or Kubert or however yeah, you say it. That. Yeah, Hama, Hama. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, actually, Joe Kubert did uh, a lot of the uh, card artwork for the uh, the cards. The uh... oh, okay, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because cause, like when I was looking at some of the artwork for it, I was like, that looks just like uh, the Kubert art. So oh. yeah, you're like, I've seen that before. <laughs> I know I think... you. <laughs> I think one of the funniest toys that came out from that line is like because near the end of GI Joe's run, they kind of got into like more like you know play action features like. Earlier toys, you'd have a missile, and it would just kind of clip onto the bottom of a jet, and then there you go. You're good to go. But later on, they would have, like, you know, real spring-loaded so you could put your eye-out missiles. Oh, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, like, because, cause, like, the, that, that era that Mike said it was his heyday, it's like I remember, like, like right before that, I think, was, like, because like, it was, like, Captain Gridiron and all those idiots, but then, like, right after that was, like, you know, it was, like, Snow Serpent, and it's, like, he's got a surfboard that's, like, purple, and then over his shoulder is, like, a big, huge purple garish cannon with, like, yeah. white you know, white Cobra missiles that like shoot out of it or whatever. And like, yeah, they had like all those, like it was like low light or whatever, but it's like now low light's got a big cannon with a yellow missile on it or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. But that, that was the thing, like, like Sergeant Savage kind of continued that a little bit. <clears throat> and like one of the funniest toys I ever saw is like Sergeant Savage was supposed to be more like a world war two hero and stuff. So he didn't fly around and like, you know, fucking F 22 Raptors and stuff. He had a like, World War II era fighter plane with a propeller and everything. But underneath <laughs> it, it was this gigantic, god awful ass, like, rotating chain gun that fired missiles. <laughs> yeah, I see a picture of it. It looks like a. Yeah, the P 40 Warhawk. Yeah. yeah. But I do see that Gatling, Gatling gun thing you're talking about. Dude, it's <laughs> like it's like Jonah Hex. He's got Gatling guns inside his fucking <laughs> horse. I was going to say, that's where DC got their Gatling gun fetish, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just, it just looks so odd on that because like the plane actually looks okay, but then it's just just big ass gun slung underneath. <laughs> Dude, it looks like it was also influenced by Captain Planet because it's got like action lights and sounds or Captain 
power, I guess I meant to say. <laughs> Savage power. Uh, uh, yeah, Sergeant Savage didn't last too long, though. I think it like, maybe had one series of toys. He so, was he was still a, a action figure in um, in the GI Joe Extreme line though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of updated him. I think wasn't he called Sergeant Stone though, or was he Sergeant Savage? I, I think I'm pretty sure there was still like a toy that I, I'll look. Yeah, it up. yeah. Sar- Sergeant Savage was like uh, Lieutenant Stone's like second in command or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was supposed to be like the same character though, because. Uh, okay. But, but actually, I appreciate you saying that, Derek, because that was actually going to be my next segue. After Sardis Savage was G.I. Joe Extreme. G.I. Joe Extreme! <laughs> Extreme! <laughs> oh, my, fa- my favorite part of that whole opening is when it like the announcer goes, the odds are a million to one, and then Gary Chuck goes, and that's the way we like it! G.I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe Extreme! <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> Give me a Mountain Dew. <laughs> I remember. Um, I remember seeing this idiot. Um, what's his name? Black Dragon, and going like, "What did they do to Snake Eyes?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In case anybody doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, GI Joe Extreme, for lack of a better way of explaining it, was basically like uh, Hasbro going. Hey, that McFarlane's selling a lot of toys. Let's make our shit look like that. <laughs> and without posability. Yeah, you really could not pose any of those toys to save your life. Yeah. I, I never I never bought any of them, but I remember looking at them in the stores, and they always had, like, two packs, you know, where it'd be, like, you know, the good guy versus the claw bad guy or whatever. But, like, it's just, like, you might as well just, you know... Actually, it says here on Sergeant Savage's G.I. Joe Extreme bio that he survived cryogenic freezing by enemies in World War II. So I think he is supposed to be the same. Oh, that's cool. Same character. Oh, so cool. so just, just, just so we can confirm that for anybody who was dying to know. I didn't know if I was going to be able to sleep tonight. So, yeah, so. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you, glad you did let me know that. Yeah. Um, G.I. Joe Extreme, I didn't collect any of those things. I had not a single toy of that. That was definitely in my... Later teens, I just want to like you know. What the hell? I forgot, dude. They did make a, a dirty hippie GI Joe figure. Look at <laughs> look at fucking this dude Metalhead. Like he is. Look. He's, oh yeah, he's he was a, the... he's the dirty hippie. <laughs> GI Joe. He was the friggin' surfer dude. Yeah. He's like, dude, yeah. peace, man. I think, I think he played guitar on the cartoon, didn't he? Uh, I have no idea. I I want to say I don't it. think I don't think I I suffered that cartoon very much. Like. I remember hating him because he had the Matt Hill surfer dude. <laughs> yeah. He was like, dude, it's me, Metalhead. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I see that figure. In. It looks like a Playmate, Playmates toy. You'd think a more appropriate name would be like Grateful Deadhead or something. Yeah. <laughs> Metal's a bit extreme for hippies. Yeah, Stoner Man 3000 or something like that. Yeesh. I like that. I like that. Like, it, it, it's too bad they didn't get uh, Larry Hama to write the cards because he always had like funny things. Like it's like it'd be like you know Duke's the kind of guy who would get into a firefight and like eat twelve grenades and you know it's like some <laughs> some funny ass write up you know so I could just see it now like Larry Hama's like Metalhead's the dude who would go to a firefight and we might have Zartan like shoot him in the head with an arrow because he's so <laughs> stupid like. <laughs> 
Metalhead's the kind of guy that might wake you up in the middle of the night asking you if you want to try a brownie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and not that kind of brownie with sugar. You know why that figure fails, though, the most of all? He's only got one fist hole. What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> Unacceptable. Jesus. Jesus. You have yeah. failed. But yeah, uh, a random note, though, and I actually want to get this figure, even though it does have homages to this line. Um, in the new <clears throat> wave of G.I. Joe figures, they're actually coming out with an Iron Claw figure in, like, the new style. Oh, that's cool. Iron Claw yeah. has a pretty cool design. I mean, despite the fact that these toys have no posability, like, you know, a skull on the face and little beret or whatever the hell he had. That, that's kind of cool. I can see. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks evil, so, hey, yeah, I'll go for it. I'll probably buy it. I mean, you know, that's the only reason I didn't buy the. I, I thought Iron Claw looked cool as, like, when I was that age because I see him on the pegs. But I was like, but he can't move. And he just, uh. I can't move. <laughs> the Avengers uh. need your help. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, G.I. Joe Extreme, again, you're probably safe passing that up. Unless, I mean, I know there's a lot of people who collect toys who like love niche lines like that. Like there's people who love like the G.I. Joe, not G.I. Joe, but the. New Adventures of the He-Man, even though I think those toys look like ass, but, uh, you know, if you like it, go for it. <clears throat> um, I kind of want to touch on this before we start talking about, like, modern toys and stuff, but uh, there's a lot of comics and cartoons that, well, not a lot of cartoons, unfortunately, but there's been a lot of comics on G.I. Joe and stuff, and I know you're a pretty avid reader of comics, Mike, and Derek, but I know you read a lot of Transformers comics, Mike, have you ever picked up any of the... Uh, joe adventures or not so much not really like the specifically gi joe stuff not really i mean i've read all the transformers and gi joe crossovers and some of them are okay and some of them are really bad and you know uh like i i read i read the issues when like you know generation two was coming out so they had to like cross over with like you know and it was like snake eyes and gi jo and ninja force and gi joe featuring transformers generation two you know <laughs> <laughs> and you know it was mega. Can we fit on the cover? <laughs> yeah, it, it was Megatron. Um, what do you call it? Megatron? Like teamed up with Cobra Commander, and then he got his new like tank body, and then uh, like you know Optimus sends like that team of red shirts to go like beat Megatron, and they all get killed. <laughs> you know, it was like it was like the most random assortment of Autobots like you could think of. It was like Hot Spot steel jaw and like a throttle bot and like they all get <laughs> slaughtered and stuff but and you know the, the, some some of the um i really liked all the devils do um crossovers with transformers uh there were like three or four of them and all of those were pretty entertaining um the the only one i can other one i thought of was the 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 first Dreamwave one where the art was by Jay Lee and the like inks and the colors were like so saturated you couldn't tell what the hell was going on and that that was kind of cool cuz it was like set in World War 2 but the, like yeah, the art, yeah. The, yeah. the art totally torpedoed like that like whole mini series like there was points where you just could not tell what was happening yeah, it was like they were fighting, like, giant, like, sculptures. The, like, robots didn't move and stuff, and they had wires all coming out of their heads and shit. Was... Yeah. Also, the Baroness kills Starscream by shooting him in the mouth with a regular pistol. What the hell? Yikes, her and, like, Spike should team up. You have, like, yeah. Spike Dude, that, a pack of number two pistols. You, and... <laughs> that's what you get when you scan a World War II-era plane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she hit like the one like she like hit the one like wellspring in like Starscream's head that was like holding the whole shebang together or something. I don't know. <laughs> and you said shebang. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Star- Starscream hit his hit his mouth with a gun for massive damage. Um. <laughs> But uh-huh. yeah, I, I never really read like the but the GI Joe comic like proper. I read the original GI Joe versus Transformers, which that sucked. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it did. It, it was it was bad. It was bad, bad, bad. I, I mean, I can't even go into like some of like the main thing, the main thrust of the storyline arc was the U.S. government had made this weapon that like could drill underneath the like planet and it could blow up stuff and it could destroy it was it was really much like a gi joe cartoon it was like random MacGuffin. it will destroy the world and everybody was fighting over it and like near the end it was like shown that like the decepticons are so evil that even cobra has to team up with the trans the autobots and gi joe to stop their evil and i mean they they of course later on betray gi joe and you know autobots but you know even then it was like you know <clears throat> kind of like those Fantastic Four things where it's like, you know, I'm Dr. Doom, but the threat of Than- uh, Thanos is so horrible, I will team up with you, Richard, even though I hate you, you know? So. <laughs> well, the, everything was so in flux with that original miniseries because in Transformers, it's like the 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 power structure was constantly changing. And then even in G.I. Joe, they were, you know, it was like they were slowly going over from Cobra Commander to Serpentor. So you'd read like the first issue and it'd be like Cobra Commander and, you know, uh, uh, Megatron talking to each other. And then by the second issue, you're like, what the fuck's going on? It's like, oh, I'm Shockwave. And now I'm talking to Serpentor. You know, it's like, wait, when did this happen? And of course, if you were reading the comics, you you sort of knew what was going on and could follow along with it. But I I couldn't I couldn't see that being easy for anybody to, like, take as a standalone story. Now, I could be wrong, but I think fucking Blaster was in charge of the Autobots when that shit was going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I do remember I was going to say that, like, at some point in that miniseries, Blaster radios, like, I don't know, like Goldbug or something, and he's like, dude, Optimus Prime is dead, you gotta come back to the Ark right now, and, uh, and like, yeah, that was, that would probably Probably, be jarring for anyone who was just, like, reading that, like, what? Huh? (laughs) But luckily, I got blown away by G.I. Joe and reborn as Goldbug, so I'm totally cool. (laughs) Yeah. I I look brand new, like a Goldbug. (laughs) But yeah, that was a pretty bad comic series. I don't know. I, 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 on a similar note, though, as much as I never really... I read the G.I. Joe comics when I was a kid, and I actually had more of those in Transformers, believe it or not. I know that's kind of odd. But I really liked the G.I. Joe comics. They just had that had kind of whole... I don't know. That was, I guess, you know how like a lot of big-time comic fans really like, you know, like Golden Age stuff like Sergeant Rock and all that stuff. I guess that was kind of my Sergeant Rock. It was my, my war stories. But I really love the G.I. Joe cartoon. That was my shit. So the comics, it was... the comics were really, really popular uh, when they came out and everything. And then I guess the interesting stuff about that is it was supposed to be, you know, it was really supposed to be like a Nick Fury, you know, versus Hydra type series that, you know, Larry Hama pitched to Marvel. And then eventually that was, you know, retooled into G.I. Joe when all those toys came up, you know, and he made the backstory. But, you know, if you think about it, you know, Hawk was just supposed to be Nick Fury's son. And, you know, instead of it being Hydra, you know, they changed it to Cobra, you know. And so, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, uh, Madam Hydra 
was just the Baroness, you know, for the most part. And, Even uh, in the uh, early issues, I remember they used to say Hail Cobra instead of Yeah, just yeah, so, you know, like, there's all that kind of parallel to it or whatever. And then, uh, you know, my, uh, I think my first G.I. Joe comic I got, which I think I cut up and pasted, like, you know, panels on my wall or something crazy because I was like a little kid and didn't really understand or whatever but like uh, I think was number six where they like it's like Cobra and the October Guard and G.I. Joe are all fighting each other or whatever and then uh, I, I probably got random issues after that here and there um, I, I remember I think it was issue 13 that had Destro on the cover and then uh, there was um, there was like a bunch of digests. They used to have those digest size, kind of like they have the Archie digest, where they <laughs> I actually had one of those. Yeah, they, they collected a bunch of issues, and I kind of read GI Joe that way for a long time, where there were like you know three issues in one. So I got to read like Snake Eyes' origin and everything, and you know how him and Stalker and Storm Shadow went to Vietnam, which I'd just like to transition back into the action figures for a moment because I noticed they made a like an action figure three pack of that, which I thought, I don't know how good the figures look or whatever. Like I just saw pictures of them, but they, I thought that was pretty awesome that they oh, yeah, did like something guy, like that. Like the hat and yeah. Like, yeah. He had his, had his little uh, <clears throat> you know, hat and everything. And, and, and the Arusha Kage, you know, Tommy figure with, you know, he's got his little bow and everything and stalker and all those guys. Like, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, little, you know, I don't know niche niche thing to uh to make an action figure set of which was you know it's a cool comic stories and, and stuff the, the like comics that. were really like the sentai versus power rangers thing because in the comics people fucking died yeah i mean well they i think i think you know it's like one of those things where in the cartoon it's like you know you're like hey what's going on because the whole time you know you're like everybody knows you just you know, jump out of the plane with a parachute, you know, like, or whatever, like, that was kind of <laughs> or, a given. Or through the helicopter blades. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah, like, you know, on the cartoon, but in the, in the, in the comics, like, I don't think too many main characters got killed, like, until, like, the Saw Viper showed up, and then, like, it was kind of a big deal, because it was like, you know, Larry Hama was just killing off all the guys he couldn't stand to be forced to write i mean i guess before that the only other main character that got killed off became redundant which was serpentor you know and it was like i always thought that was kind of funny like the way he had zartan like take him out with a, a arrow to the head or whatever like that kind of made me I, laugh I, I don't i think even back then you had you had this like feeling that uh larry hama really hated serpentor well there, there you could tell there's plenty of guys he hated like he couldn't stand quick kick either you know like that's why <laughs> Well, you know, it's like, oh, let's kill that guy real quick, you know, like, because it's like, oh, it's like, you know, I, I can just see like all the execs now where they're like, we got a character for you, Larry. We got this character. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, we got this character, new character, Cobra Emperor. And he's like, um, dude, huh? like, I already have a Cobra leader. Um, It's this guy, Cobra Commander. Yeah, 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 no, no, he's above that guy. He's the Cobra Emperor. And you're just like, what? You know, like, so, you know, and it's like, <laughs> so we have to, you know, right. We don't to... have snake armor. You get it? Like, he looks like a snake. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's the emperor. He's the cobra emperor. He's above that guy. He's a great character. We just designed him. Now write it up, you know. And it's like, it's like, okay, whatever. They shall pay for their insolence. Get them with our lasers. You know, 
And uh, and it just reminds me of like all that kind of stuff. It's like I'm sure when when they was like, dude, okay, okay, we know the kids. They like Snake Eyes. They like Storm Shadow. They like ninjas. All right, we're gonna make this guy quick kick. Okay, he's gonna be totally naked except for his karate <laughs> pants. He's gonna have bare feet. It's gonna be great. The kids will love it. It's like, uh, well, what does he do in the middle of a war zone? I don't know. He hides behind a rock. He just he, he ricochets bullets with his nunchucks. It'll be awesome. The kids will love it. Write it up. You know, he's just like, you know, and it got to the point in the comics where he's like, let's kill all these fucking worthless characters please i'm getting like an indiana jones moment where i'm imagining like quick kick like doing a bunch of like stances in the middle of a like war zone and he just gets shot <laughs> and the cobra trooper just pulls up like his ak and like mows him down <laughs> Fuck, dude. Go away. it's like yeah. it's like and then and then of course the, i guess the cartoon doesn't help either because it's like he's always doing his because uh, i guess his backstory was he was a stunt man so he's always yeah, like, he like a he's, he's always movie. doing like accents where he's like oh hey i'm quick kick and i talk like this but then i can do accents sweetheart you know and it's just like, <laughs> all right whatever got a problem pilgrim you should learn a harsh lesson but, yeah, they're, yeah. Some of the some of the Joe characters. I mean, even though I love the '80s series, they did come up with some pretty, what the fuck are you on? <laughs> like, hey, Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you do? I'm a wrestler. It's like, oh, okay. What else do you do? I'm a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and he became like the face of fucking GI Joe too. That's the sad thing is. Actually, it's interesting though because I, I, Sergeant Slaughter wasn't in the comics all that much, but I, 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 I think he he came off pretty well in the issues he was in. At yeah, least. remember he was it's a like lot better than the comics. he he punched out uh, Zartan and all that stuff. You know, like it's like you know I, I, I you know so. But, he was uh, more of a hard ass in the in the comics in the cartoon. Yeah. He was just like you know, what wacky adventure am I getting into this week? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, mm. I, I also just to tie it back to the toys. Like I was looking at some of the lines, and then I was noticing like some of the cool, also other cool things they had were like some of these comic specific guys. Like they had the Fred version of Cobra Commander. You know, the the Crimson Guardsman that takes over after they they shoot and kill Cobra Commander or whatever in the comics and stuff. So, you know, I was like, oh, that's pretty sweet. They've got, I was like, they got Fred. Like, I remember, you know, because it's like, I remember like reading that comic and that was like a big deal for me and my friends because we're like, dude, 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 did you read, did you read G.I. Joe? Like Fred, he fucking, he just shot Cobra Commander. He just shot him <laughs> in the fucking back. And he's like, dude, he's like, he's like, dude, anybody, the great thing about this suit is anybody can be inside. We're like, did you read that? Did you read that? And I don't know why, but... We thought that was kind of cool, so yeah. Because I guess, kind of like what you're saying, it's like it's like you know, yeah, the Saw Viper started killing GI Joes, but like you know, Cobra Commander got killed, and you know the kind of whole you know that it's a little more you know uh, epic than uh, or at least realistic than than say the cartoon where you know it was always parachutes and flowers and shit you know in the middle of the war zone or whatever and and cobra la 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 he's in a coma he's a-okay in in the comic if they ever needed to kill anybody before they started killing all main characters they always had like a endless supply of green shirts and cobra troopers so they killed the shit out of the cobra troopers i felt bad for those guys cobra law let's not talk about cobra law that just makes me feel bad (laughs) because no we got it you got to go back to your like you got yeah. I was gonna say you got to go back to your like executive speak. Like we got this guy. He's got like a snake for an ass or something. You know. Good. Okay. Okay. We got a character for you, Larry. 
You know how the guy. kids love Batman? He, this guy's he, got bat wings, so it's like Batman. <laughs> he, he's he's higher than the Cobra Emperor. Larry's like, what? <laughs> he's bigger than a Cobra Emperor. What what does he do? He flies around in a big green hamburger. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ever seen Rocky? I love Rocky. Let's get Burgess Meredith to do the voice. It'll be great. It'll <laughs> be beautiful. He'll uh, okay. And then he's got this other guy. He's got bat wings. Okay. And then he's got razors. I actually liked him as Enforcer. He, yeah, yeah, he was. I thought he was pretty cool, but whatever. I don't know. I, I, I like G.I. Joe the movie. I don't care that the Cobra Law guys are goofy. Like, I get I get that Larry Hammond's like, what the fuck? Like, and he had to write <laughs> up the, the bios for all those guys and everything. Like, to me, like, what's funny is, like, this is, this is before I could um, delineate between... I guess you could delineate between versions, but you were still trying to reconcile like, oh, the cartoon is different from the comic or whatever. But I could not reconcile to me like Snake Eyes is a badass is a badass is a badass. Like it didn't matter to me that like the comic was different from the cartoon. Because all I saw was that a Cobra Law dude just bitch slapped Snake Eyes. And I was like, to me, like that was like somebody bitch slapping Superman. So it's like, to me, all of a sudden I was like, wow, that manhole cover dude must be really important <laughs> to bitch slap Snake Eyes like that. Like, to me, I was like, I, I just took it that way. Where I, and, then, and then when I read the, uh, the file card that Larry Hammer wrote, it was like, oh, they've been fighting for like, you know, millennia. And they beat up the Romans and they beat up the, you know... <laughs> They beat up Native Americans. They beat up Nazis. They beat up, you know, whatever. They just beat up every fucking buddy. And I went, oh, okay. Well, that kind of makes sense why he could bitch slap Snake Eyes. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, yeah. you know. So. I always remember, like, I, I had, like, the little uh, little fold-out checklist that you get with the, the uh, vehicles. And, you know, you can, like, collect all the great toys from G.I. Joe. And, like, I guess it was a misprint. And also, like I said, I was horrible at mispronouncing things when I was younger because I just, I don't know, read too quickly on that. I'll read that, like, for what it is. And in the uh, pamphlet for, like, all the toys, they said Cobra and, like, Law was, both the letters were in capital letters. So for the longest time, I'm like, why are these fuckers from L.A.? I don't get this. So. <laughs> Cobra, Los Angeles. The Lakers team. <laughs> I just, like, feel like uh, fucking, what is it? Go Golobulus, is that his name? Globulus? Yeah, yeah. Just sitting there, it's like, Huh, it looks like we're going to have to come out from underground. Hmm, they always say the cream rises to the top. Yeah! Cobra <laughs> L.A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, the, like, it, and they actually did redo, uh, actually, Derek, one of your, your favorite guys from that team, they did the the Nemesis Enforcer guy in, like, the new style. He came in one of the comet packs with uh, Falcon. Oh, or Don, Don Johnson, however you want to say it. Don Johnson. I, I, I remember being shocked and dismayed that Don Johnson, who was now no longer voiced by Don Johnson, and it was probably like Scott McNeil or somebody, was hooked on the uh, the crystal meth or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, what did you do to my falcon? What would your brother say? He came out of a coma for you. <laughs> was he, was, was he like... Was he like an extension of your like hot rod Rodimus? Oh Brian yeah, yeah, love, yeah, or... yeah, yeah. Because Falcon was like, you know, yeah, he was basically hot rod on GI Joe the movie. So like, I the Falcon, like, you know how I say I always buy like the the main characters. It's like Falcon was like one of the first dudes I bought from that era of GI Joe. Because I'm like, dude, it's fucking Falcon, man. 
fucking Don Johnson. <laughs> like I was all into that. And then like, like I remember, like I didn't regularly watch the Deke cartoon and I would, you know, sometimes I would catch it if it was on TV or whatever, but I remember seeing it and I went, Oh, Hey dude, it's Falcon. You know, just thinking like, it'd be like if you were watching like Transformers animated and you went, Whoa, hot rods on a Transformers cartoon. Okay. Let's check this out. And all of a sudden he's just like, I need some drugs. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> you, did you ever watch Miami Vice? You know, it could happen. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. Dude, when Don Johnson went bad on Miami Vice, that kicked ass. <laughs> oh, hey, man. I wanted to ask, actually, what was the, I think it probably came out around the, the decline uh, what was the like line where the guys all had like giant sound packs on their backs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sonic they Fire. were like the talking, the like electronic. Yeah, because I, I had a couple of those. I remember being pissed off that I, I don't remember, but I you could not remove those packs, could yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, you couldn't you couldn't take them off. They yeah, were, like, that, that always yeah made me yeah um, that always made me mad. Yeah, they were they were Sonic fighters. Yeah, yeah, Sonic. Not, there, there was like one of like Hawk and one of like Cobra Commander and like there's some other stuff too. There's like of... one guy called like Over Overkill and he was like the Bat Commander and I just remember him from the commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember from the commercial because like the only thing he would do is like he would swing a stick and he'd go destroy. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, you gotta love that early '90s technology. <laughs> Well, because I, I remember, like, they used to have the same thing for, like, the Toy Biz uh, superhero figures for Marvel. So, I was just like, about there to was, say, I want, there was, I want like, that, like, this... to say, I want to eat your brain. Yeah, I know. There was the annoying Venom, I want to eat your brain. I want to eat your brain. <laughs> the star. That, that toy actually got banned, actually. There were some, there were some adults who were like, huh, maybe our kids' toy shouldn't be telling our kids to eat brains. I don't there know. will be no brain-eating Otherwise, you will be headed to detention. <laughs> Destroy. Uh. <laughs> Man, with that with that kind of initiative, he should be like promoted to like sanitation viper or something. <laughs> yeah, know. I know. I know right? You're promoted to scoop. What? Dude, what? dude, not only are you colored in garish bright yellow and you avoid gunfire, but now you you have your own initiative to destroy the Joes. Promote this man or this, this robot. <laughs> <laughs> he, doesn't, you, he doesn't just sit in his underwear and play poker after the G.I. Joe's fucking capture an Arctic base. You know? <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> They're like, oh, well, we lost. Get the cards out. <laughs> oh, I remember like a lot of wonderful episodes of that cartoon. I think, like, Brian, did you ever watch the 80s show? Um, I did actually, but unfortunately, I don't have like much memory of any specific episodes anymore. Oh, I, I think one of my favorite ones was like uh, they had an episode where there was a sea serpent terrorizing the oceans, and it was like Cobra had built like, and I, I never understood this with the cartoon. Cobra was always like, "We must amass a mass of wealth and power so we can rule the world." And I'm like, you just made a, like, three-mile-long robotic sea serpent. <laughs> what the fuck more do you, much more money do you need? <laughs> uh... <clears throat> Sadly, one of the more vivid uh, episodes in my memory is the one with the Vendo Viper. <laughs> Vendo I don't Viper. know. 
basically, some building gets a phone call oh, that some guy's oh, coming yeah. to bite their windows. Uh, <laughs> like they can't understand it, so they think it's a, like a terror, cobra terrorist plot. And it turns yeah, out to be yeah. a washer. I remember that. Yeah, he would call and be like, "I am the viper. I wash the window." <laughs> five forty-five. <laughs> Damn, they're all like 545. That's obviously longitude and latitude. We must go stop them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? It was just the window wiper. Ah, 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 funny. Well, I blame that one on Barbecue. He was like the main character in that one. He was all like, oh, you're the window wiper. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, he talked like the ad exec, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we got a character for you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> the window wiper. <laughs> We figured we could cast him out of translucent plastic. It's gold, I tell you, gold. (laughs) He comes with like an attack scaffold or something. (laughs) The kids, the kids these days, they're all about the environment. We'll make some eco warriors, and then the bad guys, they'll be into the sludge. It'll be just like Captain Planet. They'll love it, Larry. I, I love the eco warriors because like one of them, uh, I think it was Deep Six because I, I, like I said, I have too much knowledge of this crap. He came with a dolphin, <laughs> a like toy dolphin. I just, I don't know why that just, and the dolphin was like all extreme color too. I think, I think he had like <laughs> <laughs> they spray painted the dolphin, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. It was like, let me let me look it up see if I can find it. What's that? Like, well, who's the dude? Who was like in charge of like the sludge vipers or whatever that had that big scar across his face? Uh, cesspool. It looks like. Uh, okay, that's a good name. There was a sludge viper. Sludge viper. I'm just thinking of the, the spray painted dolphin. Like one episode, they're like, "Hey, I got this dolphin translator. Let's see what he says." And the dolphin's like, "Kill me!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, let's take that off now. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, there you go. There's Deep Six. Let's see if I'm right. I could be wrong. I swear to God, he got spray painted, though. Toxo zombie. Oh, yeah. He got the Toxo <laughs> Oh, he looks, he looks kind of normal, dude. Yeah, he does. He looks angry. No, he's kind of purple underneath. Uh, A little he, bit. He, he does look pretty... Uh, he, he doesn't look angry. He looks like Godzilla in All Out Monsters Attack, where he, it's like he's got the spirits of all the... Dolphins who are mad because they were used as like training animals and like defusing bombs and getting blown up. Like he just looks all creepy because he has no pupils. Oh, that's what it was. He came with the he came with a black dolphin at one point. And it was supposed to be a killer whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, did did any of you guys ever have what was it called? Uh, I think it uh, the Resolute, the giant like aircraft carrier. Like that was like bigger than a kid. That's the flag. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, okay, yeah, two, that's what two I'm, G's. Yeah. I, I've seen the flag before, but I never owned it. Yeah, um, actually, one of my friends uh, from a few years ago, he has one, and that was the first one I'd seen in my life. But it's pretty epic at like seven feet long. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like you could kill someone with it or something. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like if you ever were like playing GI Joes, and it was like, you know, honey, take all the GI Joes off your bed and go to bed. It's like, fuck that, I ain't got nothing on the flag. I'll just sleep on that. <laughs> I, I did have though the big rolling multi-wheeled fortress from the Deke cartoon. That was probably like oh. the biggest toy I ever okay. owned. Okay. What color was it? It was brownish gray khaki kind of. 
Yeah, it, it was it the, it's not, Is it the mobile command center? It's like three levels. No, no, it, no, 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 that's no. What I had. It was. It was a giant, like, multi-wheeled, like, rolling fortress. It was like a vehicle, and it had um, a big cannon in the middle that, like, came up from, like, a, a like big dock, and each side had, like, a command center on, like, I don't oh, know. I think, that was, I think that was the general. Yeah, that, that sounds right. I don't it know. It was from... Awesome. It, yeah, it was from the Deke era. All I remember, though, is since I wasn't, like, a massive G.I. Joe fan, is I used to use it with my Transformers and pretend it was, like, Metroplex or something, like, the home base, because I mostly had, like, Action Masters at that point, so they kind of were in scale with it, so. Yeah, I love Joe playsets, like, hardcore. Like, um, the Mobile Command Center is actually, like, one of my favorite toys, actually. Yeah, that's the one I had. I had the Mobile Command Center. Yeah, the only the only real Joe base I had was like the original one, the one that was supposed to be like the pit or the one from the cartoon with the you know the cannon in the center. Yeah, yeah, I had that too. I I only I mean, I liked it for what it was, but like I kind of hate it too because I'm like, so if it rains, they're just kind of fucked. <laughs> well, I always I always assumed it was like um, you know one of those like you could see inside it, but there was actually a an awning that you know it was for your play value or whatever yeah yeah is that your uh is that the one you're talking about mike i just uh, posted an image yeah that's that's the one i thought he was talking about uh yes that's it okay yeah, it looks cool yeah it was pretty <laughs> cool yeah the one i had i think brian i know i know what the one brian's talking about because i had it too the the mobile command the mobile the mobile, the mobile, the mobile command center that thing was fucking huge. That was like, mm-hmm. it was like right behind the space shuttle and the uh, the uh, flag as far as bigness, I guess you would say. Yeah, I actually had the space shuttle. I think it's called the Defiant, but I didn't have like the launcher thing that, I don't know. Right. It must have been sold separately. Like you get the space shuttle on its own, which is what I got. But they also have like this giant like vertical launch pad thing, which made it yeah. even like twice as massive. And I never had that. I think it was huge too. They're like, they're, like at one point, GI Joe was just like, "Fuck it, we'll make the biggest shit we can." Mm-hmm. <clears throat> see, let's see how many of these things the, the kids will buy. I I also remember having that white like polar tank with the submarine in the back with the disc launcher. That was pretty cool. Oh, that was also that one, the, the Shark Nine Thousand. Yeah, that that was like also from like the Deke cartoon era. Like most of my GI Joe's toys came from that era, I think. Oh yeah, you know, you see him on the cartoon, and you're like, "Fuck yeah, I want that." I was like, "Captain Grid Iron, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Eric just wants a cartoon just about him. Dude, just Captain. I want I want uh, exploding football shaped grenades in towns across America, all over the place. <laughs> He and Big Lob can, like, team up. (laughs) (laughs) Quick Big Lob, throw the exploding basketball. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, like, if they go to, like, like Europe or something, someone can, like, say football, and he'll be like, what? (laughs) And then he'll be all confused, because it's not what he thinks it is. Hey, get Big Ben to throw the soccer grenade for us. (laughs) Here you go, Mike. Just to just to make you feel bad, this is what me and Brian had: the giant sand crawler of doom. Thing was ridiculous. It was it was probably one of the coolest GI Joe toys I had. I loved that thing. Yeah. 
especially split open. I mean, you know, it had like three stories to it. There's prison, beds. That's awesome. <laughs> like command center. I think. Yo, yo oh yeah. yeah. Let's go. I remember third seeing that. Bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It it's was like, really it's like, like Lady J and Falcon have a little bedroom alone, so they can create Marissa Fairborn on the third <laughs> missile command, whatever the hell it is. Like, yeah. I just like how accurate it was. Like the the front part, the like little cockpit area. When you like transformed it into the base, it would actually slide down so you can open up the levels and stuff. It was really cool. Mm-hmm. I miss cool toys like that. That's that's what I like. That's why I, I showed you that picture, that hiss earlier, that hiss tank, because I'm like. The fuck happened? You can make this in 1988, but you can make this shit now in 2000. <laughs> Yeesh, I don't know. But uh, I, I guess we should. Actually Who's the captain of the flag? Was is it Keelhaul, or am I totally like insane? I think you're correct. I think it is, it is Admiral Keelhaul. Like, look at the box art. Isn't that him? Like, right in the middle of this mobile command center. No, that's Gung Ho in his his uh, Marine dress. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did have a gung ho who was like, you know, you gonna fight today? Nope, just looking pretty. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Everybody, well, it's weird how like some people are launching missiles, but then like uh, next to Chuckles, is that like Alpine or whoever? He's just like casually fucking writing down some checklist. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, like crazy, he's inventorying <laughs> rations you know, right now. But meanwhile, Crazy Legs is like an, an outbacker, like firing the fucking weapons, like fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, are you are you are you at war or not? Because the other he's just standing there with his fucking checklist. Who is that? Is that Larry? Larry, Larry we got a, we got a character for you. He's an he's the GI Joe's accountant. Yeah, yeah, he's the accountant, Larry. I think it's Steamroller. Yeah, actually, yeah, if you look down in the corner, that's who it is. The the figure that comes oh, okay. with Oh, yeah. so it's his it's his ship. Uh, <laughs> All these kids fucking up my <laughs> ship. <laughs> he's like, we got a checklist. We're running out of bullets. Like, I like how Jinx is just standing up top. She's like, I'm a ninja. Kind of useless right In case any rockets come, she's going to deflect them with her. <laughs> and Cobra Commander is like, like supposedly in prison, but he's like, ah, my mobile <laughs> command center is working perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly, clearly he's in prison on purpose. It's all, it's all according to plan. <laughs> He's like, this is pretty cool. Kids should buy this. <laughs> it's like, uh, no, Jinx is just waiting for lights out. Lights out. And then she'll like totally like <laughs> spot away like every missile that gets shot their way. Yeah. Jeez. G.I. Yeah, Joe, you're silly sometimes. Uh, we've already talked about like the uh, newer releases of the figures, so I don't think we really had to go too much into that, but... Uh... I know Brian has been, he's really kind of got more into like the newer toys that have been released because they're, they are more accurate and especially the vehicles are usually a little bit better looking and stuff. Um, you probably have more than I do at this point, Brian. I, well, I don't know. I actually did get a shitload of the 25th anniversary guys. Like, what, what do you think about the new body style and stuff? Cause they did, they did go away from O-rings and whatnot. Yeah, I, I really dig them. I mean, it's almost like, um, Transformers classics, but for, you know, GI Joe stuff, like, uh, I don't know, a few years back, I think, like, um, Toys R Us or something had, like, a, like there were two packs, too. And they kind of struck that, you know, homage chord with me where I was like, oh, you know, this reminds me of toys I had as a kid, so they're kind of cool. But, like, the detail wasn't there, and um, they just weren't that good of toys. But, like, these, you know, not only are they bringing back all these classic toys, but, like, they're updating them with in awesome ways, and they're just super detailed. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot you can say too much about them because, I mean, they're available right now. So, I mean, if you're lucky enough to find them, they do send, the, the figures especially seem to sell pretty quick. But uh, just pick up one of the new figures and see what you think about it because I, I really can't add anything else to what Brian said. They just are really good updates. I mean, you know, if you like the old figures, you'll probably like the new ones. Um, yeah, they're in scale with Marvel Universe, too, for fans of that series. So I got, like, um on my shelf, I have a little display, and I got Wolverine gutting, like, a Cobra Trooper, and, like, the Hulk's flipping over Tank with Serpentor in it, so. Yeah, I saw some of those photos you posted. Like, those look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brian gets a lot of uh, non-Hasbro stuff, and he makes, like, pretty cool dioramas. So I, I, I appreciate those pictures. Those are pretty cool. Pretty neat stuff. Um... We we pretty much mocked and enjoyed G.I. Joe, I think, pretty well so far. Is there anything anybody would like to add about your favorite real American hero? I just wanted to mention um uh I when I said when I said the, the when I thought the aircraft carrier was called Resolute, I, I just that twinged something in my head and I just wanted to mention uh I liked that G.I. Joe Resolute mini series that Warren Ellis. Yeah, uh, yeah, wrote. that was yeah. that was really good. Actually. Except for except for the fact, uh, me and Derek like joked about this that like every other character is voiced by Stephen Bloom. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good mini series. Yeah, actually, yeah, I checked that out too on uh, Cartoon Network when it aired. It was probably like the most serious cartoon of G.I. Joe I've ever seen. It was really well done. There will be no moves to take over my command. There will be no mistakes. There will be none of your crap. It's too bad that they couldn't try and make a, a series develop. I mean, I know, I know people are like, but they killed everybody. But I was like, you know, they could try and make, you know, other stuff, you know, either sequelization to it or a series in the, you know, in the same theme, you know, you could bring in more cannon fodder or whatever. I mean, what, you know, it's not like a big deal to me, like, but, um, you know, yeah, I think as opposed to, uh, the, the renegades thing, which I thought was a little, eh. Is that, is that still on? No, I think that was officially canned. Oh, is it official now? Yeah. I I think so. I mean, I don't know. They, they said hiatus, but it feels like, to me, it feels like the same hiatus that Wolverine and the X-Men and fucking those shows went on, where they're like, yeah, we're on hiatus, and then it's like two years later, oh yeah, we're not making this anymore. You know? Yeah, or they might, they <laughs> might pull a Teen Tony and do like, you know, two years later, hey, here's a new season. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, maybe maybe when that new, uh, when that sequel movie comes out, maybe, I don't know. Oh, starring The Rock? <laughs> yes, the Rock G.I. Joe movie, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's not going to get a lot of screen time. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Resolute is really good. They actually made figures for some of those too. So, uh, check those out. They're in like the new style. There's some pretty cool characters from that. Uh, Renegades. Yeah. I don't really have a lot of information about that. I didn't watch the show. It's on the hub. I don't have the hub and I, it really didn't garner enough interest for me to even watch it online. Did anybody see any episodes of that? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the whole thing. I, I didn't really care for it, but, uh, there, there's a couple episodes where it's kind of reminiscent of, the train battle from like GI Joe 22, like where snake eyes and storm shadow go at it. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's kind of like they're the a team and Cobra is this evil Walmart corporate organization. (laughs) And yeah, 
I don't know. It just seemed very forced and tacked on to me. I didn't I didn't like what it had to say, you know, subtly. And as far as like the theme of, oh, here's like, you know, five G.I. Joe guys and they're always going to be on the run like the A-team wanted for a crime they didn't commit. And it's like, meanwhile, like Flint and Lady J are like hunting them down. And it's like Lady J is like, well, I didn't see nothing, Flint, you know, as they escape. You know, it's. I don't know. It's it's kind of retarded. But, um, I didn't see nothing, Mister F. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I, 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 I know it happened. I saw it happen. Yeah, but um, you know, I mean, I guess I, you know, I guess if you enjoy it, you know, don't don't take what I say as disparaging or whatever. It's good to enjoy it. But. Derek, Derek, how many episodes did it make it to? Uh, it was twenty six, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, it should be. It was it was a full, you know, it was a full season or whatever, you know, but that's why I say it reminded me of like Wolverine and the X-Men. It's like it had its 26 episodes and then they're like, we're going on hiatus. And I'll be like, yeah, maybe it'll be like Wolverine and the X-Men and I'll never have to see you again. Woo! <laughs> yeah. if, if on Cartoon Network, that's a full series run. That's Symbiotic Titan. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, really, I guess for me, as far as wrapping up, I... I have bouts of G.I. Joe interest. Like, sometimes I'm like, I give not a shit about this franchise. And then other times I'm like, ooh, these are really cool. Like, like the newest figures that came out, I'm, I've been really interested in them. I really like the sculpting and stuff. So I, I would say, for me, G.I. Joe is always going to be that kind of cool thing that I'll get into, especially if, like, the main things I like, like Transformers suck currently. Oh, uh, <laughs> I am not a fan of Dark of the Moon. We all know this. And, and I mean, yeah, I, I, it's it's pretty much got to the point where it is like pop culture. I mean, everybody knows stuff like, you know, Kung Fu Battle Grip and knowing is half the battle, all that good stuff. So, I mean, it, it, it permeates our, our geekdom. You know, it's always cool to hear like new G.I. Joe stuff's coming out, even if it's like maybe not so good like Renegades or if it's really cool like Resolute. So, I mean... Oh no, I I think GI Joe is definitely a worthy thing to at least check out. See if you actually might like it. So. That's about all I have on that. Um, I guess uh, this would be a really good point to go to one of our favorite things to uh, talk about on the podcast. Our awesome thing this week. This is pretty much where we just tell you what we think is really cool right now. Um, I'm a little hyped up for this, so I'm gonna go ahead and go first. I usually don't go first, but uh, I decided to try out. Uh, DC Online, DC Universe Online, uh, last night, actually. And uh, so far, it's pretty okay. I mean, I know it's supposed to be my awesome thing this week, but I haven't played, like, <clears throat> any video game seriously in a long time. So I was like, it's free. I don't know if anybody knows this. You should. There's commercials, like, every other <laughs> five minutes on the damn TV. And you can uh, download it for free on Sony PlayStation 3, or, you know, you can get it on your uh, PC. And I, I like it so far. I mean, I, I, I played City of Heroes. Uh, well, actually, City of Villains is the copy I got. And it reminds me a lot of like that. You basically, it's an MMORPG. You, you make a character. You give him powers or her powers, uh, skills, costume. You design it from you know the ground up. It has like templates you can use. And you basically go out into the DC universe and try to be a hero or a villain. And... It's got storylines, it's got, you know, missions and stuff you can, you know, achieve. And, you know, you get more powers as you get levels. And you can, of course, as this MORPG, you can talk to people and form, you know, uh, squads to go out and get XP and stuff like that. So right now, I, I, 
can't give it a ringing endorsement. I'm still trying it out, but uh, if you want to download it for free, it's definitely something good to kill a couple hours on. So that's my awesome thing this week. So how yeah. about uh, yeah? Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I played a little bit of it. I know Brian's played some of it too. Um, like all I really did was I just I. I, I felt a little limited. I was going to ask you, who did you end up picking as your mentor when you played it, when you tried it out? Um, I went with Wonder Woman. I thought okay. I'd go out of the box, yeah. Yeah, and so, like, I think, I think like, when, when I was <clears throat> picking characters, I just noticed, like, you were kind of boxed in by who you picked as your mentor in certain ways. Like, I wish there were other... I don't know. It was like I, it was funny because I was like, first I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna create something, and then I was like, I'll have Superman as my mentor. But then I'm like, wait, all I can do is like throw fire, and you know, I don't know. It just seemed like you were limited to a certain power subset, and I'm like, I don't want to have my mentor be Superman and then look like Superman and then throw a bunch of icicles around. You know, <laughs> like I, I want to do what Superman can do, or at least something equivalent to that, or whatever. But you know, uh, basically, what I ended up doing was just saying, like, ah, fuck it. I, I, I kind of started designing my character based on the power. So I was like, oh, I'll just take the flame powers, and then I, I forget what I called myself, but I just said like, you know, I'm dead Johnny or whatever, you know, and I kind of <laughs> made a little Fantastic Four looking costume and, and and blonde hair and just ran around and did some stuff. So you know, but um. You know, I beat up all the, you know, gorillas and whatever you do in that first uh, level and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, on the beach. Yeah, on the beach. You know, I did I did mainly that. I noticed, like, I feel bad because it's like I'm not, you know, I, I what I should do is just, like, you know, punch out 26 gorillas and, you know, save, you know, 26 people or whatever. But, like, sometimes I'll see a gorilla beating up on someone and I'll be like, oh, that sucks. But it's like, you've already saved 26 people. But I'm like, but the gorilla's beating up on that poor person. Like, I gotta go, <laughs> I gotta go stop him or whatever. So I kind of waste time doing that but yeah it was it was okay i i i'm not a big fan of like the whole like make your own stuff like i guess i kind of get more giddy when people actually show up it's like oh hey there's superman and he's talking to me okay good you know like like i'm kind of more into that aspect of it than anything else like i kind of wish you could you could actually you know i don't know i don't know how the marvel one is going to work but supposedly you're going to be able to play as marvel characters and like i'm not exactly sure how that'll work out but i you know it'd be kind of interesting like i'd kind of like it if even if maybe you couldn't play a superman or batman or wonder woman you know if you could be like hey i'm karate kid from the future or i'm the question or i'm some obscure fucking guy that you know maybe you know not not everybody's gonna know or something but that maybe that's just me i think the marvel Did, one would be really cool because we'd be like uh mike would be Hawkeye, I'd be Deadpool, and you'd probably be like either probably like Cap or somebody like that. That'd be fun. <laughs> Did either of you guys like intentionally try to make um like a real superhero? Well, like like I said, like I was basically, I mean, I made the Human Torch, like and worked my way backwards from the power. But I just, I think, like the first couple of names were taken. I can't remember what I ended up having to call him, but it was like I think I think I tried to call him like Dead Johnny or dead johnny storm or johnny storm like i tried a bunch of different permutations of it and then i think eventually what actually worked was uh i think it was like deceased johnny or something i i forget what worked but something like that eventually clicked and then but for the most part like at least it, it was weird though because as i started getting upgrades and stuff it's like i i didn't have a full handle on the customization of it so it's like when i first started he had a pretty 
decent looking fantastic four costume but like the more stuff i added and then tried to remove to get it back to looking the way it did look like he ended up becoming like uh like ben Grimm on the fantastic four the last cartoon how he had a big four painted on his shirtless chest like eventually (laughs) like johnny storm somehow ended up looking like that where he has like a a four on his bare chest and i was just kind of like okay whatever i'm too tired to fix whatever i did you know and just kept yeah You can go into, like, your, um, I don't know what it's under anymore, like, costume or whatever, and, like, lock the visual settings. Uh, so even if you, like, take off a helmet or whatever, like, appearance-wise, it'll still look still like it's look there. Still look like it's there? Okay. Yeah. I had to do that on my guy. Like, unintentionally, I, I went with the flame powers, too, but um, after I made the guy, I realized that I made a guy that looks ex- almost exactly like Marvel Boy from New Warriors. Oh, uh, okay. But um, when my helmet's off, I have, like, stony skin and a red mohawk, so... That differentiates me a little bit, I suppose. It's a tad, right? <laughs> it's like you're you're Omac and and Marvel Boy. <laughs> yeah, my my character's name is uh uh, 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 uh Rigor Mortis Larry. He was going to be Rigor Mortis Lad, but that for some reason was taken. I guess. So, wow, uh, but... you were beaten to the punch. Yeah, I know, right? So I, I went with Rigor Mortis Larry. <laughs> I might have mentioned this on a previous show, but the best name I've ever seen in that game was uh, someone went with Pooper Sam instead of Superman. <laughs> I think I think I think my my favorite name since we're talking about that was somebody online was named Juggernuts. <laughs> it made me laugh my ass off. So <laughs> I'm the Juggernuts, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, my character looks pretty much like I, I. I didn't even bother to try to make him look like anybody because I was like, <clears throat> whenever I try that, I'm very much a perfectionist, and if it doesn't look exactly right, I just get more and more frustrated. So I didn't even bother. I was like, I just make a new guy. He looks, he looks kind of like a male version of Raven. He's got like the demon skin, and he's got like a cloak and like the 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 mage armor look. So yeah. He's all right, but, you know. Do you know if PC users can play with PlayStation 3 users? I don't know. It'd be cool if the three of us made, like, you know, three Mort dudes and just went around kicking ass together. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say that. I was like, I don't know if it's, like, server-specific, because I know, like, EverQuest was, like, you could pick your server and stuff. But I don't know how that works with PC versus PlayStation. I I, I mean, obviously this is... A given, but I mean, it's it's a Sony game, so I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> we'll, have to, we'll have to figure that out. That'd be kind of cool to play with you guys one night. Yeah, it's not totally like impossible that it could be that way because I remember, um, I think Final Fantasy twelve, which is a MMORPG, like you could cross play PC versus PlayStation three. Huh. So it'd be cool if they actually did that. That's cool. I might have to try that sometime this week if all of us have like you know schedules that kind of jive. Kind of cool. Uh. But yeah, we we we've we've talked way too much about my cool thing. Uh, what's your cool thing, Mike? Well, not so. I guess it's a cool thing, but uh, just uh, this this the past couple weeks, um, I've been like watching like Star Trek: The Next Generation because it just happens to like coincide at a time where I'm like, you know, 
lazy and not doing anything and uh like uh, if i go to my folks house for dinner like it just happens to be around that time and like my mom and my dad will sit and watch it too so it's kind of it's nice but uh you know i've just been like you know that i i like that show a lot and i just been like laughing at some episodes i haven't seen and you know calling back to like our star trek episode when things we mentioned and it just like one moment in particular that just made me laugh was uh they had the episode the uh the when uh fam k jensen uh guest starred you know the i am for you episode yeah. right <laughs> and it, it, i just thought it was a great like uh a, a nice like uh examination of like how captain kirk is different from picard like when like that egg or whatever like first breaks and she comes out and she's like i am for you and you know if it was kirk you know you'd pan over to kirk and he'd already have his shirt off and he'd be like (laughs) all right all right then let's begin like diplomatic uh relations you know whatever but like when it when it goes to picard he just has this look on his face where you can tell he's thinking, oh, shit. <laughs> but I just, yeah, I just thought that was really funny. But, and yeah, I've been watching that. And like the other day, like Star Trek Generations was on. So I was watching that and I was laughing at like there's some of the cheesiness in that. And just like, you know, Shatner kind of like, like you could tell like Patrick Stewart was like trying really hard not to like, I don't know, crash against like Shatner's wall of hamminess. I don't know what it was, but I don't know. It it, it was making me laugh for whatever reason. So, (laughs) yeah, he's just like, I must I must have jumped that jump like a hundred times. And I was scared every time except this time. Because this time isn't real. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. But it's just making me laugh. So I, I, Even though I, I bashed on Generations a little bit when we were talking about the Star Trek thing, I, I, I did want to mention when you were talking about it, I did still, I still to this day get a little giggle when Data's at the uh, terminal. He's like, tiny little life force, boop, 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 boop. Where <laughs> are you? Do, 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 do. I don't know. I did just make a giggle. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, ain't nothing wrong with Star Trek. Hell yeah, I'm, I'm always down for some TNG, yo. So that's not a not a bad thing at all. Uh, how about you, Brian? What's your awesome thing this week? Um, couple toys. Yesterday, um, after my rotation, uh, it's out of town. Um, I went to the Walmart there and found um, Sky Shadow and Junk Heap. And um, I don't know. I was a big fan. I know some you people didn't bastard. like it. <laughs> Um, I know some people didn't like Thunderwing. I think Mike Thunderwing was unimpressed with the Thunderwing update. But um, I actually did enjoy it, so it was cool to see Black Shadow, a.k.a. Sky Shadow. And then um, it's just nice having another junkie on, too, because uh, I did buy the eHobby 3-pack with, I think his name is Scrap Heap. Is that right? Or Scrap Metal or Scrap Head, something like that. Yeah. Something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, so now I got all three, and it's just cool to have three distinct um, junkions kicking around, so... Yeah, I actually think the two repaints are better because I just don't like – I didn't even buy it, and I had a chance. It wasn't like I was, like, you know, unavailable to get the ones – that one I wanted. But, like, I just don't like Retgar's fleshy-toned face. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. The only problem I have with that figure is, like, um, I think the head needs a neck or something because it seems like the shoulders are, like, you know, up to his ears or something. It just kind of looks weird, <laughs> but other than that, I like it. He's in perpetual shrug. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, actually, I really do want Black Shadow too. Uh, I saw a couple images. He looks pretty damn sweet. So yeah, I I like the Thunderwing mold myself. So yeah, I I, I liked it, but like you know, I just would have rather had a bigger one, more or less. 
Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Had something caught in my throat. Uh, what about you, Derek? What would you like to see your awesome thing be revealed to be? Um, this is not something I, I recently checked out, but I just decided to keep it within the, the realm of the G.I. Joe theme, and I figured it, it may or may not come up. But uh, my awesome thing is the G.I. Joe Cobra miniseries. And this was a miniseries that came out in 2009. It's probably the only IDW uh, G.I. Joe comic that I like. Um, I thought it was really cool. Um, it's written by Christos Gage, who we talked up a lot in uh, the Avengers Academy podcast. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. It's got people like Chuckles and Jinx and, you know, stuff. Basically a lot of, you know, Chuckles was always supposed to be an undercover guy. I know in the, the cartoon, he's kind of like a big dumb brute who's kind of goofy. And, you know, as far as like the way he appears, he's like some Miami Vice, you know, Hawaiian shirt wearing douchebag. But here it's all pretty you know, nitty gritty, you know, kind of reminds me of like, you know, Donnie Brasco or like, you know, um, you know, <laughs> you know, any kind of like tense undercover, you know, cop movie or something yeah, like cause that. Yeah, because like Chuckles you know? is supposed to be kind of like the Joe version of Zartan in a way, right? Yeah, you know, it's like it's like he gets he gets in deep, like deep, deep, deep deep cover and it's like how deep are you you're so deep chuckles that you're so deep that we won't acknowledge you after we don't acknowledge you you know and you're like what like you know and it's like it's it's like that's how fucking deep this is like i will kill your mom if i talk to you on the phone you know and it's just like oh shit this is like really serious and stuff but um yeah i i did enjoy it i know they, they it probably did well cuz they had a sequel to it and a bunch of specials and and ongoing stuff you know uh, that was made following it which i don't think i've kept up with as much but i i do remember just really really enjoying um G.I. Joe Cobra, and and at the time it was kind of refreshing because I think most of the other IDW stuff I had read up to that point I wasn't overly impressed by or anything, so I would just, in terms of, you know, the G.I. Joe podcast and and just something that I think is pretty awesome, you know, the, of the recent batch of, uh, you know, G.I. Joe comics, I would recommend the first uh, G.I. Joe Cobra miniseries. Cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Uh, very awesome thing this week. Uh, I want to give out a couple of uh, shout outs. Uh, I did we did we I can't remember if I remember reading this or not, but didn't we get an email this week? Uh I don't know. Did we? I haven't checked. I have not looked yet. I I looked earlier this week, but the latest thing I saw was that email we already answered, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. I thought we got one this week. Okay. Well, if we don't have one, that means you guys got to send us some mail. So, we always appreciate any comments, criticisms or Whatever you want to tell us, we're we're pretty cool with the suggestions for shows, topics, anything like that. We're totally open to it. We will not turn anything down unless it completely sucks. Uh, <laughs> um, just kidding. But uh, yeah, send it to uh, fanholspodcast at uh, gmail uh, dot com. That's our mailing address. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We have told you this many times. We know you're sick of it, but we just want to hear back from you guys. We know that you uh, listen. We know that you want to. Let us know how you feel. Come on, let that let let your anger show. It will make you more powerful. Um, beyond that, I did want to throw out a couple of pimps real quick. I know our good friend uh, Justin isn't here this week. However, he does have some more retrovirus coming soon. I won't give you exact dates because I don't know the exact dates, but there have been some more episodes made, so keep an eye out for that. 
also our good friend Derek is still doing his history of comics on film. Is there a new episode coming out uh, relatively soon? Or are you working yeah, on something? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I bet you by the time this podcast actually airs, uh, the uh, the Amazing Spider-Man should be out by then. So, so keep an eye out for that. Awesome, awesome, good stuff. Uh, as always, we try to keep some stuff going on. Uh, I don't know if uh, Brian or Mike have anything they want to pimp out. Is there anything you guys want to maybe pimp out you're doing on the internet? Or are you guys pretty good right now? Mm, I have nothing to pimpage right now. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Except okay, for cool, except cool. for Pimp Daddy Destro. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I also have some stuff coming in the pike soon. Hopefully it's not near completion. It probably won't be completion by the time this airs, so I will not reveal that as of yet. However... Always good stuff coming up on the Fan Holes uh, pod, uh, podcast on our blog spot. Keep an eye out for it. We've got sidecasts coming. We've got more podcasts coming. We've talked about a lot of stuff last couple weeks. Always new stuff coming down the pike. And I think right now, um, yeah, I think we destroyed the Cobra Temple, and we're all enjoying a big round of Yojo Cola right now. So until then, I will remain Tony Chainclaw. Hey, this was Brian Breakdown. Hey, this is Derek, Derek WC, grape soda and donuts, chocolate-covered donuts forever! (laughs) Hey, it's Mike, and Duke's gonna be (laughs) alright! That's the best way we could possibly end that, so we'll see you next time on the Fanholes Podcast. Peace! Sandwiches. <laughs> once a man. I was once a man. <laughs> you making me crazy. <laughs> and that's the way we like it. <laughs> <laughs>